Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for the 2023 live action remake for The Little Mermaid. I am your host Matthew and I'm going to keep this whole thing spoiler free. Um, there are obviously things that happen in the film but um, I'm just going to do a spoiler free review for this one. I don't really feel the need to sort of dig into all the events and all that kind of stuff. I mean it's a fun Disney film you know don't don't pick it apart. That's that's kind of what I would say here. Um, and it seems like, uh, well, both myself and it seems the, the audience I was with just had a good time with this. Um, let's go to our rating system first. We've got strong must-see, must-see, don't skip, possible skip, skip, and hard skip. I'm going to elevate this, well, not elevate it, um, a light must-see. I think this is really good. I think this is really, really good. Um... One of the runtime things I was thinking about as I went into this was the original is what usually these Disney and Pixar films are about ninety minutes, and this is two. It says here two fifteen <clears throat> for the the runtime, and I I'd heard before I went to see this that like oh they've like added a forty five minute something or other or or they've like added a portion onto this film. And I, because I, I, I probably have seen The Little Mermaid, but I was probably saw it when I, I probably saw it when I was very young, when I was growing up with all the Disney and Pixar goodness of Hercules, Incredibles, Mermaid, Cinderella, Snow White, Toy Story. You know, they're all kind of bundled together for me. I didn't really, obviously, at that age, I didn't really understand kind of the difference between Disney and Pixar. Obviously, I do now. Um, but you know, the the animated side of Disney, the classic animated side of Disney. Which includes Pixar as well. Um, I really like this a lot. I'm going to give it, yeah, a light must see. I will say, because I don't really think that often about, you know, the Disney princesses and what their stories are. And now that we're in a day and age where I'm, you know, nearly 30 and they're all getting remade. You know, you had Cinderella, you had Beauty and the Beast, you've had um, things like Aladdin, and you've yeah, all, all the all the different ones that we've had so far. Um, in terms of like the the princesses and stuff, because um, I was gonna I was gonna say Lion King, but that doesn't have any Disney princesses in it. Um, and now I don't remember all of all of their stories. But there is a running theme of, and I'll get into how it's sort of a bit interesting and and, and different with with this one, of woman wants to do something, and she wants to fall in love with a guy. I mean, that is kind of a, isn't that kind of a princess's story? Am I being too stereotypical with that? Of like, I mean, if you look at most of the films I just mentioned, like Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, they are all kind of about um, young women that want to fall in love with somebody, but they are forbidden for some reason. For one reason or another, based on this situation, they're for- forbidden from doing so. <clears throat> and usually it's the case that the dad is in the way, which is the case in this one. Um... The the bare minimum of what these films are kind of doing, and I think this does a little bit more than what I'm about to say, 
it at least changes the format of them. You're at least looking at them in live action. Because as I was watching this, and I, I kind of remembered the story from when I was younger, but I was just like, you know, getting a fresh version of it here, a more modern version of it. Seeing it being kind of brought to life was quite cool. Not in the same way of like what The Last of Us did. That's like a completely different element and a different format because that's a video game. But that element was kind of cool. The one thing I would say, this story is still kind of generic and basic. And that's not a, to be against it. That's just the old style of what this, what the story of this film is. It is kind of just, person wants to do this thing. There's an evil person in the way and a dad and a guy that she loves and her animal friends. And that is sort of... Yeah, but it just because it is kind of basic and generic doesn't mean it's bad. It just it is what it is. But this kind of at least changed it visually. Obviously, they're going for something very. Um, they're not really trying to be you know Avatar with all the water stuff, but trying to be visually different and interesting, I suppose. Um, I I was kind of one of the reasons I did watch this. I wanted to see what Halle ba Halle Bailey could do with the role of Ariel, and I'm I'm not going to get into the whole racial thing i you know i i support black people being in the entertainment industry um but this isn't really the i i don't want to get into that otherwise i'll be here for another five minutes talking about that and i don't think anybody really wants that but i support her in the role obviously i did because i went to go and see this and support her um but i wanted to see what she could do with it and based on the trailers she sounded like she had a very very good voice which is very important for what the character does which is sing a bunch of times her performance really did kind of elevate this whole film. I'm not saying everybody else let it down. The The basic way I would break that down is... Let's say you had somebody else performing the role of Ariel who was just a good singer and did a good performance. I don't know who that would be, but just think of it that way. This would still be a good time and a good film and a, just a basic kind of fun time. But it wouldn't really make it something that elevates it a bit more um and i think the other performances in here are i think melissa mccarthy who i haven't watched like a lot of her films i'm not like a major melissa mccarthy fan in fact i can't think of was she in ghostbusters 2016 which i really liked and uh, i might shock a few of you um i can't think of too many films of hers that i've seen but her sort of like comedy style isn't really type my type of thing she's really good at ursula but um I thought Halle Bailey just lifted it, and she really is a star in this film, and I'm very curious to see what she does going forward. So, that was probably the most interesting aspect. Um, so yeah. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK, that's E-T-A-L-K. UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode, and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well, so you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging 
to the items themselves, even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very, very first class, very professional, so no questions about Manscaped's quality. Thanks very much to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks Podcast, and thank you very much for listening. Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right hand corner, to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu, and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcast and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if you if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support entertainment talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. But overall, um, I don't think the runtime weighed down on the film. I it, it ended right about where it should have, and I thought the runtime was good. Again, I can't remember and also don't know if there was extra bits put into this, what they were. But the film worked. This film does work as, a, as an individual thing. You don't really need to have seen the original, I would say. Of course you can if you want to do comparisons and stuff. That wasn't what I was aiming for here. Um... And I've only seen two of these live-action things so far, which is Lion King, which had its problems, but I thought was a decent film. And this. I- I've seen um, bits of Beauty and the Beast when I've like seen Family at Christmas, and it's like 20 minutes in, but they have it on on the TV, you know, that kind of thing. I've seen parts of that. I haven't seen any of the others. Um, but Lion King and this with Mermaid was the two I was kind of most curious about, so... Those are the ones that I stepped into. Um, it's... Because I, I couldn't help but think of Pixar when I was watching this film. And we had some very sad news from Pixar yesterday, which is they laid off some people, including Angus McLean and somebody who'd helped a lot with Toy Story 2, my favourite film of all time. Um, of course, Angus McLean, who I've interviewed here. Lucky enough to do so on uh, on the site. Um, it's very interesting... How? Because there's a lot of elements to this. With the thing I already mentioned, which is how these stories are kind of similar to each other and, you know, that sort of thing. But they work somewhat as live-action remakes. But it's interesting because from most... Again, I've only seen two of these things. Most of the conversation I hear is like, oh, they've done another one and it's bad. Oh, they've done another one and it's bad. 
And this one was bad for this reason. And there's maybe three of them that people like. I've heard a lot of people say they liked Aladdin. Um, Some people said they liked this one. And I can't remember what the other one was maybe. But like maybe uh, Beauty and the Beast or something. Was one that people liked quite a lot. So Disney's got like an interesting choice to make in terms of. You're making a bunch of films. That people didn't ask for and most of them not all of them but most of them people don't like but you do continue to make a lot of money off of it on the other hand Pixar's the one that for years and years because Pixar's never done a remake of anything they've always done either sequels or original ideas or spin-offs in the case of Lightyear uh, I suppose you could say that about Monsters uh, University as well, which is kind of a spin-off of of that of that franchise. Um, and when Disney did come out with a recent original idea, which was Strange Worlds, it got completely buried next to Avatar with no advertising, and it crashed and burned at the box office. So, well done, Disney. Um, I don't really know what Disney does with these going forward because I mean, Little Mermaid seems to have gone down well. I I enjoyed it, like I said, I had a good time with it. It, it was surprising to because usually if if a film's two hours and something i sometimes look at that especially for something a little bit more basic like this and think oh how are you gonna like fill that screen time i don't really know how little mermaid managed to do it but it did um but i just you know kept enjoying the music and the visuals were kind of nice and i'm not even really a visuals person but they were nice to look at um and yeah i i guess there was bits of this story that i didn't remember that i enjoyed seeing unfold so there's that, but like I said, I was here for uh, Haley and, and, and her performance. Uh, but Melissa McCarthy, very good as Ursula. Um, I thought Jonah Howard King was very good as Eric. Maybe my favourite character in the film, though. I really like what they did with Sebastian here. He does look a little bit strange at certain points, mainly his eyes. I think the way... Because when you make an animated character try to fit into something that's live-action... You, you couldn't have like a real looking crab because that wouldn't really look right. Because the, the, one of the challenges this film kind of had was, okay, we've got basically Ariel's dad and Ariel as the two underwater main characters. And we can easily just, okay, dozens of films have done water scenes, Avatar, Aquaman, this film. It's probably a bunch of other ones I'm not thinking of. Um, okay, you put... Halle Bailey into um, uh, costume and you put her in scenes okay what sort of style are you going for with the water like how's the water gonna look how's it gonna look when you're swimming through it and there's you know water effects are happening and that kind of thing and then okay when you've got the stuff in the background like all the reefs and all the different plants and yeah all that sort of stuff how's that gonna look and then What's the biggest challenge of that is when you've got Sebastian and Scuttle and I can't remember the name of the other one, Flounder, maybe. Um, Sebastian's the one that I, I most recognise. How are you going to make them look and how is how you're going to make them look blend into the background? I think the most perfect example we've actually had so far is probably Detective Pikachu. Because what that film did was make the Pokemon look like animals in that world but not as if they were like converted to animals it was the way they did the fur of the character especially with Pikachu himself and that sort of thing um 
Sonic didn't really have that problem. That was more of just like an animated character in a live action film, which I don't know. There's different ways to to kind of do these things. Um, so you got that aspect, but I I thought he was funny. I thought the this version of Under the Sea was quite good. Um, I couldn't remember where it popped up in the film, so I was like, oh, I'm just kind of waiting for this this song to pop up. So I thought that was good fun. Uh, but he made me laugh a few times. And um, it's a good character. It's a very cool character. It's just in certain shots, and I tried not to be too picky with it, because again, it's it's the Little Mermaid. You know, you don't pick it apart for an hour. That's not what you do. Although some people might want to. In certain scenes, in certain shots, his eyes looked a little bit off, but his actual crab body and his you know claws and stuff seemed like they fit in pretty well. I don't, I don't really know. I wonder if there was like different drafts of to how to make the crab look under the sea and all that. Um, so yeah, that was uh, good as well. Um, what one did I have next? Um, they've got Moana, which is clearly Dwayne Johnson just realising he doesn't have an active franchise. Because um, Black Adam didn't quite work out. Not his fault necessarily. We all know the DC situation. Um, so that's Because I've had a few conversations about this with a few different people. That's the thing we do. You can do these Disney live action remakes because most of these characters are just humans that you put, you cast a real human, you put them in a costume and then you sort out how the background looks and other things. I cannot think of a single Pixar film that you could do this with. Um, I, I, I would dread to think like what or how you would do something like Toy Story in live action. <laughs> like what would that even be? Um... But the difference is with Pixar's characters, right? You've got toys, cars, ants. Maybe you could do something with, like... I mean, The Incredibles could work. Um, Because the thing is with all the Pixar films... I mean, I know you've got Andy and Andy's mum who are not actually in those films that much. Yeah, you could have those as real humans. But the majority of the film is, you know, Buzz Woody and the rest of the gang. And then you go to, I mean, I guess Finding Nemo and Dory is ones that you could do. Like, if you could do a similar thing to what you did here, but you have to just pick a design for the fish, you could maybe do those. But I guess that part of the conversation is irrelevant because um, Pixar isn't trying to do that at the moment. So, there we go. Anyway, I've talked for longer than I even thought I was going to. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought uh, pacing, structure, all very good. Writing was the good original basic kind of stuff but it was elevated because it looked a bit better and some good performances um i like the casting here i thought the casting's very good um i suppose the biggest surprise for me is yeah it, it did work quite well with whatever it was that, was that was extended or added that was successful so if you're looking up like oh how long is this little mermaid film oh two hours 20 or 215 although i'm sure my screening was only two hours but then you've got credits i suppose uh, and I knew there wouldn't be a post credit scene, so I just left. Because uh, this isn't a Marvel film. Or a DC or whatever. So, um, yeah, it was like a flat two hours. And um, that that was kind of the most surprising aspect. I thought, how is this film going to kind of justify that? And if it has got added things or new things, because obviously it's a remake, um, what's that going to be? Whatever they put into it, it, it worked. So... There you go. Anyway, are you planning to see this film? Are you not? Have you already seen it? Um, if so, what did you think? Or are you going to see it? Etc. Etc. It feels like at the moment that this is one of the busiest cinema 
periods I've ever seen. We we just finished kind of the run of Mario. You could probably still see that in certain places. Guardians is starting to dwindle down a bit. Fast and Furious came and went very quickly. Mermaid's just come out. Spider-Man's just come out. Transformers is about to come out. Flash is about to come out. Um, then you've also got, uh, I think it's actually in July and not June, you've got Elementals, which I'm looking forward to seeing and supporting because it's, it's Pixar. Um, yeah, it's funny how you have these periods of films, every, uh, periods of like releases every couple of years where you get like six films in six weeks or, or, or something. It's, um, it's quite, in, quite incredible. Uh, my plans for those, by the way, um, plan for Spider-Man next week. Then it will be maybe the week after that, I think, is The Flash. That's like middle of June. So if I see Spider-Man in about a week, yeah, sort of just before Flash. So The Flash as well. And then I am going to definitely be seeing uh, Elementals as well. No plans for Fast X. I would have already done it. No plans for Transformers. And that's pretty much it. So anyway, um, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org. Sorry, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org. Uh, Twitter at eTalkUK. And there's information in your show notes. Uh, if you want to write in about films or, you know, whatever, that kind of stuff. Um, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, TV, games, films, main night podcasts. Look at what we do on there. Uh, tell other people about what we do either by telling them or social media. Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers. Add free podcasts with your options. Um, TV and film news, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates. Uh, Geek Town Radio Tuesdays, geektown.co.uk. Bex over on Twitch, Trusty BYTES, for retro chat, game, and other streams. Um, so check, uh, go and support what she's doing. Me over on Twitch at eTalkUK and YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.